Oh, hey, it's Donna. I want to remind you about Minsure. It's the end of the year. This is basically the time to do this. Minsure is basically Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. Okay, this is the place where you can go to compare health plans from multiple companies and you could get free help from an expert. And yes, you heard me right. It is free. There's zero cost to you. You will get set up with a navigator or, you know, like a local broker. And that person is going to help you through the whole process. I want to be clear. Minsure does not sell health insurance. They help you find it for free. And by the way, you may qualify for tax savings on your health insurance. It doesn't even matter what your income is. If you need health benefits, regardless of your financial situation, Minsure is the only place where every plan is guaranteed to offer essential health coverage. Why wait? See if you qualify for discounts. Available at Minsure.org. M-N-S-U-R-E dot org. Hello. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Donna and Steve Show. On My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, boy. I lost my uh, my show mm. plan. Oh, you're going to love what we have planned. Is that right? Yeah, we have all sorts of stuff that we have planned for this part of our show, Donna. And you're going to like it. Uh, let's, let's start with you, Grant. Okay. Yeah, the, the side-by-side pictures that go along with this story, I was like, is that necessary? But I guess it is. I, I don't see anything wrong with the side-by-side. I think he still looks handsome. Yeah, I guess it just showed, you know, the passage of time. Sure. Uh, sure, I get it. Like his hair was dark, now it's gray. Are these his words? Does he say? I hope so. I got too old, fat, and ugly to keep making rom coms. I think so. Because that's a. Oh my gosh, he said this on the Drew Barrymore show. Drew Barrymore, I get so embarrassed Donna. watching her. She's like holding Oprah's hand. Did you see the? I wanted to send you the Oprah clip. Yes, I saw it, and I'm like, oh my god, what is she doing? Poor Oprah's like, can you please let go of me? Do they I agree swear to, to do you, this? Oprah was trying to get her hand away at least twice. I was watching the hands tight. Oh my word! She did this with somebody else too before the Oprah clip, and I'm like. What is she doing? She's on top of them, like almost <laughs> nose to nose, holding their hands, like gripping it as they're talking. And you know, in the back of their head, they're just like, okay, when do it? When can when? I pull my hand away? When can I do it? I'm telling you, if you watch that clip, unless I was hallucinating last night, I feel like I saw two separate times where Oprah went to pull. There was a natural break multiple times for the hand holding <laughs> to stop. And instead, Drew is just holding her hand as Oprah's like, yes, it was important for me to talk with the crew. And Drew's like, yes, for me too. I mean, she held her hand for over a minute while speaking to her closely. It was so uncomfortable. Tell me when the last time you you were within two feet of your lover's face <laughs> held their hand and spoke directly into their eyes. That's an intimate thing. Yeah, and not everybody likes that. You know, if you're someone who likes your space, to have her on top of you like that, that's very jarring. Um, I would. I think she's adorable. I really do. I think she seems like a really cool person. But come on, girlfriend. <laughs> Here's a YouTube title. Cringy Drew Barrymore slammed for caressing Oprah Winfrey during interview. She's really creeping me. Now, this is not like from a, you know, from a like a magazine or something like that. This is just from... YouTube, but it was weird to watch. 
I know. I know. Oprah was very gracious, though. But anyway, Hugh Grant says his rom-com days are behind him. He and Drew, I believe, starred in a movie together called, like, Music and Lyrics? Music and Lyrics, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was cute. I don't think I saw it. But she said, um, you know, uh, I think he said, I got a little less bad after I had children, got married, and got happier. I got too old and fat and ugly to do romantic comedies, obviously. (laughs) So I got off with more interesting things. Hmm. I, and then she said, of course, she was like, I don't see you that way at all, and suggested that they reprise their on-screen chemistry from music and lyrics. She said, we need another one. A Drew Barrymore Oprah hand update when you get a minute. Okay, you get the gist. You know, he's a very self-deprecating guy, too. Yes, of course. Um, but he's, he's still very charming. He said he wrote half a novel, too. He's also very... His sense of humor is very biting. Snarky. Yeah, so people could misinterpret that. Rick, remember how mean he was to Ashley Graham on the, the red, red carpet? carpet. I yeah. felt so bad. Like, he rolled his eyes at her, and I was like, did he just roll his eyes at this poor woman who is probably nervous and trying her best? That kind of ticked me off. But anyway, hopefully he apologized to her. Okay, I'm ready. It looks like at the beginning of this moment that, the yeah, her, her, her I think at one point, Drew's chin might be on her hand and oprah's hand that are that are clasped together but listen after oprah breaks free okay (laughs) and and by the way and i mean i'm guys you got to watch this video like legitimately oprah moves away on the couch she's repositioning moves and drew still had the death grip it's like in a wrestling match whenever someone has a submission hold and then they get a few more steps over closer to the ropes where if you touch the ropes you have to break the hold but then drew pulled her right back in Listen, though, after they broke the handhold, which lasted for 42 seconds, okay. she then, Drew goes back in, starts grabbing her hand again, but now Oprah is free and speaking with her hands. But friends, what happens next is the real sign of a, 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 a pro. Drew begins to now just touch and caress Oprah's arm. There is a bicep stroke and a forearm stroke. Not a tricep, a bicep. That's a vulnerable part of your arm. It's the inner hawk of your arm. It's why does she do that? I don't know, but Oprah moved away. Also, is that a real dog on the couch? I don't know. It can't be a stuffed dog. Oprah probably brought a dog. Everybody got a dog. (laughs) You get (laughs) get a dog. You get a rescue. I mean, I. I, I do. I totally agree. I think that Drew is super sweet. You would love to have lunch or dinner with her. Seems like she would make a great friend. But the physical boundary thing, which is very clearly her thing, is a little weird to watch. Like she sits like with her legs crossed right next to the person on the couch who's sitting. Like I'm looking at a BuzzFeed article and it's like she's talking to Brooke Shields. Then she, oh my God, she was talking to Pink nose to nose at one point. Okay, so Jimmy Fallon had asked her why she gets so close. 
And she said she wants her show to be filled with good energy. She said she didn't want her interviews to be like, I'm sitting here asking you a question and not revealing anything about myself. She said she indexed in the complete opposite extreme, which is why she has a super close interview style. She's like, I'm on my knees. I'm hugging. I feel this magnetic pull. My therapist would say you're not supposed to be attached to things, but I'm so attached to this. I love doing this show so much. I get to learn from people every day. I get to have these incredible conversations. Okay, but let's get back to the elephant in the room. The stroking. Listen, here's Oprah. This I just seen this on Twitter. Uh, Oprah talking about her arm getting stroked on Drew Barrymore show. I'm going to see if this works, okay? <laughs> yes. And fans want to know, were you uncomfortable at any point? Not a bit. I know that's right. <laughs> I was actually comforted by the stroking of the Really? Arm. I went home until 7. You got to stroke my arm. <laughs> oh, my God. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> there, maybe is a meme. there is a meme of her, and Jimmy Fallon showed it to Drew, and... She looked at it and she was like, at first I was like, oh, is this a good thing? I can't tell. It's basically two people whose eyeballs are on top of one another. They're touching. (laughs) Their eyes are touching. Oh, man. I don't know. Whatever you do, you, I guess. But I, if I were to be a guest on her show and I had issues with that type of intimacy, I would not. Accept an invite. To Donna show. would be in studio, but she would still do it on Zoom. Correct. Yep. Yep. Uh, hey, but we love Drew Barrymore. We do. She's Fun. darling. Sweet. Sweet. Love her. We're going to take a break. When we come back, <laughs> Donna's going to ask a question for all of you dog owners out there. Mm-hmm. And that includes me. Should we tell them the question and give them time to think about it or not? No. Okay. This is a question, and everyone's going to have an immediate reaction to it. But you got to think this one through a little bit. It's a question for the dog owners. Do. <laughs> okay. When we, well, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. When we come back. You know, something worth noting as a public service announcement, I guess you could say of sorts. Uh, if you are ever injured in an accident, please remember one of the first things you should do after getting medical uh, treatment, of course, contact an experienced personal injury <coughs> attorney. Like Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. It is so important to have someone on your side, somebody who can advise you about what steps you need to take. When you get a hold of Mike, he's going to set up a meeting. He'll discuss your case. It's totally free of charge. And if he does think you have a case, still doesn't cost you anything unless there's an actual settlement. Research shows that on average, Unrepresented individuals, they receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who are properly represented. That's important to remember. Certainly, the hope is that something like this never happens to you. But if it does, give Mike at Bradshaw and Bryant a call so he can help you navigate through your legal options, insurance forms, and answer any other questions you may have. Find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, good morning. We're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Time for a study. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay, before I do anything, Steve, I want to tell you that most people answered a certain way. In this study, okay? 
I know how they answered. Okay. I just want to help round out the conversation mm-hmm. so this doesn't become, you know, I know dog, what you're gonna dog do. rescue hotline. Okay, That's wait, all. I know it's going to happen. You're going to start justifying and making up scenarios. I'm going to get people thinking. Okay. I I, I can already I love predict. money hypotheticals. You know. Okay. So the question is, would you sell your dog... For two hundred thousand dollars, if somebody offered you two hundred grand for your dog, not to like eat it or anything weird, just to adopt it. Oh, oh my gosh! This okay. So someone, someone is coming to me, and it's going to. We want your dog. That's how I saw it, but I guess it's just a generic question from a TikToker named Alexis Elliott. She got a Doberman puppy. It's about six months. She claims someone offered to buy the dog for $200,000, and she turned them down. Hmm. 200. So what did people say? What's sort of the the overall consensus of the Internet on this topic? I know what I would say. What would you say? Hard pass. Okay. Like I heard this story this morning, and I teared up a little thinking of my Marley, who was snuggling on my lap this morning. I, I love this dog more than life. No. No. Okay. No, my husband would probably sell Marley. <laughs> Most well, couples, have, yeah, usually have one who's a little more attached. Well, I will tell you that you are in the minority. Oh, no. really? Yes. No, people would sell their dog. I Most, thought this would have been people saying, no, absolutely no. not. Most people would take the money, at least on TikTok. Interesting. I am. I'm genuinely surprised by that. See, and I'm thinking. So was I. I'm thinking you're probably like. Well, what if it was going to a very loving home and right? Yeah, and you could visit him and all that. No, garbage. he would miss me every night. The dog would cry. I'm yes. getting teared up right now thinking Aww. about Marley being taken away from me. Okay, now listen. I I totally understand it, but let's run this hypothetical out just a little bit more. What yeah. if it was for two hundred million dollars? $200 million. And there's a reason that I'm asking like that. Because I that's think... That's not the question. I don't think that's, that's just fair. That's not even a real number of money. <laughs> no, but it, but it but it is if your position... But again, I, I mounted a defense for uh, something that TikTok has not said. I'm really surprised that they answered that way. I just thought it would have been slam dunk. Absolutely not. You'd have to be so heartless. And, and some people think, oh, for, would I give my dog up for money? No, that's my dog. But what if the money was higher? What if we threw another zero or a comma on it or two? Well, we could do this all day. I could go, what if my mom needed a kidney and that's how much the operation cost? I mean, there's sure. so many Maybe that's variables. what people were thinking about, too. They were thinking of the, the 200000 And it helps in this situation knowing that the dog, someone's offering to adopt the dog as opposed to somebody just uh, essentially being like the the bad guy, what's his name in Avengers, who snaps and then everybody turns to dust. It's not that kind of a situation. They're going to a home. People have had to give dogs up for adoption for all sorts of reasons, and it's heart-wrenching and difficult. But if they know it's going to a loving home and getting $200,000, I could see how TikTok would get around to that. Hmm. How about you, Donna? No, especially not my buddy, Boo. He was like my everything. How about, I took them everywhere. There's no way. How about $200 million? It is a real number. How about $200 million? I'm just asking. No. No. I don't need any more money. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... 
I mean, what what is money going to do for me? Sure. This, at, is, at this the, is a fair at, answer. At, at 57 years of age. Like, why do I need more money? I mean, to do good in the world, I would suppose, but... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, zip it, Mother Teresa. Oh. I mean, you know, you could do a lot of good things for people with two hundred million dollars, but no, that's. I don't know. Then you could. All... all right, let me ask you a question. Sure. If someone offered you two hundred million dollars for Dev, your son, your youngest, is he in the middle of a tantrum when they make the offer? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Of and I, not. so I see how you could you could think of it that way. You know, especially I don't know if that your pet is your family member. You know, maybe if it were a hamster. Ain't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that funny how we view hamsters differently than dogs? Well, and I will say too. Okay, Marley is 19 years old. Oh, I have my had God. this wow. dog almost as, you know, I mean, we adopted him. He was a couple years old, but I mean, this dog has been oh. with us for the majority of 19. our marriage. He's Holy a teen. Hannah. He is a geriatric old man. He's full of lumps. He smells really bad, and I still oh. wouldn't give him up. Ah! <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> are we still describing the dog or the husband? Where'd we go with all this? Um, how, how, what, what breed of dog is, your, he's is a, Marley? He's a Shih Tzu. Oh, my gosh. So wow. Cute. That's a very. Old, old dog. dog. That's awesome. You just don't hear about too many dogs getting in the high teens. Yeah, cats, we, yes. We weren't expecting it when we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I had a cat that lived a long time. I'm like, geez, what is the life expectancy on this guy? Yeah. He was 17. Hey, parents out there, Adam's- if your kids ever say, we want a parrot, you need to really do some thinking. Because yeah. those suckers can be like 70. That's oh, your yeah. parrot. You have to leave them in your will, like contingency plans. Right. For sure, we're thinking the birds, about that with or Marley just leave the, do- yeah. the the window open. <laughs> oh man, what, what a, a journey! journey. <laughs> anyway, that's my study. And by the way, RSVPing no to a holiday party and other studies has a positive effect on your mental health. I I agree. You feel like you're getting some of the power back, and it's not a spiteful no. But when you just realize, like, I could make it, but it might be good if I don't go to every single thing I've right. been invited to. I think that is a mental health win. It's too bad they suckered you guys into Saturday night before you read that study. <laughs> I already regret it. I'm like, why did we say yes? It's fine. It's going to be fun. It'll be fine. Everything uh, is fine. Same name game is next. Stay there. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, I had end-of-life stuff on the brain this weekend. On Sunday, I went to a celebration of life at an Irish bar. And later that day, I uh, had to sit down uh, for a good friend who we lost uh, about 17 years ago and uh, was chatting with his mom because it was his birthday. And in both occasions, it made me think, these days, people want to have a celebration of life for people in a way that fits that loved one. Uh, In the case of uh, my mom's friend on Sunday, it was, uh, or my friend's mom on Sunday, it was at Irish Bar, and it was a a really nice time and a great celebration. In the case of my friend in 2006, we went to the Boundary Waters and scattered his ashes up there. And basically the point I'm trying to make is, a lot of these great end-of-life celebrations start with a simple cremation. And that's what they do at Crescent Tide, and they do it at a great price. Simple cremations start at just $1,000. It's a family-run business there. Lisa and Verlin and their team. Check them out today. CrescentTide.com. It's got a 
All right, final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. What a woman, Donna. Oh, thank you, Steve. You're the leader of this show, and I follow you humbly. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you lie. Why don't you lose your uh, chair right now? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, it's going to be weird because the microphone's all the way up here and the okay. floor is all, all, right. not, all the way down. All the way, <laughs> all the way down there. Okay. They put that floor so low today. Oh. Uh, here, I'm going to do the same oh. thing here. I'm just going to kind of squat down here, all right? I'm going to need an orthopedic specialist. <laughs> <laughs> Tria needs to help her back oh, up. Oh, God. Um, there is advice that you should ditch your office chair and just sit on the floor instead. Now, this is advice written by... It's very anecdotal. Okay. There was a writer for Slate.com that says you should try sitting on the floor. What it does is uh, a few different things. They wrote this big column on how we ought to do this. The writer says it's done wonders for her body. She is not the first person to suggest this. She lifted it from a book called Built to Move. And that argues that our bodies aren't really meant to be sitting in chairs all day. I get that. It's okay sometimes, but just not always. So sitting on the floor is not as comfortable, which we all know, but that's the point. It makes you shift positions a lot more, which can supposedly help your joints, lower inflammation, and even increase your metabolism. Oh, She says standing desks are good, too, and floor sitting is like the sequel kind of to that advice. Ten years ago, experts were saying everyone needs a standing desk, and now it's everyone should work on the floor. So I'm squatted down right now, kind of like um, on my knees. My my legs are kind of crossed under me with my feet under my buttocks. You have a good picture of that? And I could see this being comfortable for about 30 more seconds. <laughs> and then I guess what they would tell me to do is now maybe I'd shift up to now I'm on my knees, like proper, standing up straight on my knees, so sure. to speak. And I guess you just keep moving and it helps you. I would imagine it could do something for your attention span as well because when you lean back in a chair, when you're sitting sedentary in one position, I think you become a little bit easier to drift. Whereas if you keep moving, I guess I could kind of jibe with this a little bit. Weren't we supposed to sit on those big exercise balls, too? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's really nice around here. We've got a lot of stand-up desks. We don't. You and I. Everywhere else in the building. Everyone else, yeah. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure Hutch and Stacy have a nice stand-up desk. Oh, yeah. I used to freaking... have one up at Reels. They made me yeah, go really? back to normal desk when I came down mm. here, guys. Wait, you were working at Reels upstairs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know I got my start on I Reels? I do. Oh my gosh, you up there with John DeGarmo? I was. He was out in Albuquerque with me. That's this applies right. to almost no listeners, but still, <laughs> it's fun for me to know this. Hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, but we anyway. had stand-up desks, but uh, you guys don't get that down here? No, they, the third floor got a lot of them. Donna, like the, the web department, like the, the, sure. the digital, of yep. course, they all got it. They of have to course. get certain haircuts and wear corduroy and stuff like that. <laughs> but it works. Yeah, whatever. Maybe it's Maybelline. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you should sit on the floor, Donna. Let's get our let's get our brain back. I don't want to. I like that. Maybe it's Maybelline jingle. Me Can too. we all agree commercials used to be more entertaining? Uh yes. 
There are some commercials now I cannot just I, I cannot handle. Like if I see one more like razor trimmer commercial <laughs> that gets a little too personal, <laughs> it's like okay, guys, stop. You don't have to say it. They almost show you don't it. have to show it. You don't have to innuendo it. They can innuendo it. Don't show it to me. I don't want to see someone's bikini line. Ah, I don't want, you know, like, stop. What about some of those Manscaped commercials? Those are the ones I'm talking about. Okay, you don't like those. No. I was thinking about the topiary tree one they had. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, And you get what that's doing. Using a play on words. and Yeah, it's just so... Gross. I don't want to see another bear talking about wiping his butt. I think those are the most offensive commercials on television. It's just not necessary. We know what toilet paper is for. Specks of (laughs) tissue paper, toilet paper on a bear's hairy butt. Thank you, but no, ever again. Blur that crap. That one bothers me. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I don't like, that like the whole bear camp. I don't like the whole Charmin bear camping. Yeah, How I do don't you either. Feel about the um, the the Coca Cola bear, the polar bear. Love, he's fine. He's fine. I don't I really want to see like two uh, people of a certain age in a tub on a mountainside. <laughs> now that's usually for like Lunesta or some sort of ask your doctor before trying this. There it's usually for some kind of Viagra type but I situation. Think with the popularity of the Golden Bachelor, I think we might be in the minority on that one, Donna, because I think lots of people wanted to. I, I, it's just the visual. I don't care about the product. Like, yeah, tell us what the product is. You don't have to. When are you ever going to have a bear claw tub on the side of a mountain in Montana? Well, you're never going to with that <laughs> attitude. Sime's hot springs, but. <laughs> I mean. But what if they were two hot people in their twenties? You're good with it, but just because they've they, no, they're a bit I don't want to see no, I don't want to see people in their twenties either. I don't want to see anybody. I'm, I was just giving the visual of what the actual commercial is. Yeah, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see you pour some blue liquid on a, a pad. That's misleading. I don't want to <laughs> see the diaper commercials do that either. Oh yeah. Let's just go back to let's you know, go back to jingles. That's what I appreciate about the uh, Whopper, 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 Junior, Junior. You know those? No, sure. I will sing that for days. Habit, your way. That. What's great about it is it's an old school jingle. And when we see some of these nostalgic commercials from yesteryear, they were unabashedly, you know, just like we're going to sing you a song that's about our business and you're going to want to shop there. I miss, I miss jingles. I miss jingles. What, I can't miss jingles? You can miss jingles. I love a good jingle, too. Seeking justice for the injured. Hang on. <laughs> right up, dab, dab, dab. Bradshaw and Briar. Would you like to find out what the soup is today? Do we? Do you have the phone number, Leah? Oh, shoot. No, I forgot the phone. I forgot to get the phone number. I'm That's fine. Have the number. I started going over because I just assumed we weren't calling him today. Oh, I see. I had chicken fajita soup um, yesterday. I did, too. From Costco? Yes. <gasps> Queen. In fact, I brought it up to the cabin for my girls' uh, Christmas get-together. It was nice. a hit. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah. Did you guys do a gift exchange? No. No, no, no. Okay. No, we're just hanging out. Although a couple of people brought gifts, which was very nice. Oh, what'd you get? Don't worry about it. Donna. I'll show you tomorrow. I'll bring it in. Okay. 
Thank you. Well, that's our live house band. (laughs) (laughs) Time for us to go. We've got the adventures of Bradley and Dawn next. Lori and Julia coming in after that. Uh, Closing words of wisdom, Donna. Uh, Don't go changing on account of me. There it is. Leah, thank you so much. Yeah. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Love you long time. Bye now. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan where I lost about 25, 30 pounds back in March, April, May. Now that it's December, I'm still keeping it off. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good in holiday photos, and I love it. Thanks, MNFatLoss.com. Here's the deal. Maybe you're thinking about losing some weight, maybe in the new year, and you're like, oh, I got Christmas dinner coming up. I don't want to skimp on that. Here's what you can do. You can sign up for MNFatLoss.com. If you do it between now and December 31st, you're going to save $200 off as part of their holiday special. And what you can do is you can be like, okay, I'll start December 26th. Or you know what? I am going to wait till New Year's. I'm going to start January 1st. You can do that. That's what I did back in March. I had a vacation. I was like, you know what? When I get back from vacation, that's when I'm going to start. It worked. Sign up between now and December 31st. You could save $200. Get that free consultation. You can even do it on the phone. Go to mnfatloss.com.